Me and Zucks have a, we've got a complicated relationship. He wants more out of this relationship than I do. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Healthy boundaries. That makes sense. Always have healthy boundaries with Zucks. Yeah. Because you give him an inch, he'll take a metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? That's good. Yeah. I like the fact that there's a countdown because you yeah. have a really bad problem or <laughs> habit of just hitting record without me knowing. Yeah. And that's when I say all my inappropriate shit and you think, oh, that's yeah. funny. Let's go ahead and throw that in the episode. So yeah. I am kind of liking that we're virtual yeah. right now and I can see what's going like on. You know that it's happening. It's all happening. I do know. It's all happening virtually. This is like I know. the metaverse should always have been virtual. It is virtual, but you know, we can go once in a while in this Ooh, physical hold on, land. Hold on. Are you saying that our podcast should have always been virtual? No, I'm just saying it makes sense that... Eric, we live in the same city. I know. And there's value in physical accountability. Yeah. Like there's certain things I won't say. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yo, you won't say it because someone's watching. I'm sorry. No, because you could punch me. I don't want to get punched. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be like a little baby fist hitting my face. But regardless, I don't want to get punched. Yeah. And you don't want to get punched. It'll be interesting to see. I would never punch you, by the way. I know you would. How this will work, being virtual, because we like to play off one another. We like to play with each other. <laughs> I don't know. We like to interrupt. <laughs> There's no lag here. There's no lag. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good, I, right? I don't think this is going to be an issue. Yeah. Right. It might be. I've noticed it's been good with people I've done virtual podcast conversations with better than Zoom. I mean, mm -hmm. Zoom, my concern was, so by the way, we're recording this through our new virtual studio. It's pretty dope. Because Zoom has just gone. Everyone knows how to use Zoom. And I was concerned that would people know how to use this? And I'm like, this is really easy. Like, this is just nice. sign on and let's roll. So anyway, yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Well, I'll tell you how I like it after it's been edited. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're like, what do you want to talk about today? And I just said, I want my $8 blue check mark on Twitter. Mm. So you saw that, like, I don't know if I could just go get it. I don't know if you still have to be a celebrity or an athlete or a famous person or whatever, or an entrepreneur extraordinaire. But people are upset because they don't want to pay their $8 for their blue check mark on Twitter. And people are freaking out. Like, I don't understand the amount of hate that exists on these social platforms. But like, when that thing comes out, like, Elon is like the most hated and most loved person on the other side. It's wild. It is wild. Twitter's a cesspool, man. I've always it, thought that. They're all cesspools, though. Like, Twitter's no they are, different than... Yeah. No, they are. I mean, who cares? You know, I think I might have mentioned this the last time we talked, but I mean, it's been well over nine months since I've created any content for my work, my business, which I used to create content all the time. I mean, this is mm. probably the only content that I've actively created in the past nine months is doing this podcast with you. And guess what, man? Business is better than ever. Oh. That doesn't mean I'm not going to create content again. I am, because I enjoy it. I really do. Yeah. But it's really nice just not being on those platforms. Yeah. You know, it's like a full-time job when you're creating constantly, putting out content every single week or multiple times a week and yeah. then having to follow up. And then you start to realize like, eh. Maybe the full-time job though is not just the creating of the content. That's why people should hire Kaz CM. Ooh, commercial. <laughs> you like that? Sure. You like that? I do. Yeah. I do like that. I'll send yeah. you my bill. Thank you. Consuming of the content is a full-time job. If you go on Twitter and you have to check Twitter to, and we 
talk about CATCM, we just, and I sent you the link, you probably never listened. It's all good. It's from a segment from our Zucks episode where we talk about Great recency episode. bias and content and how you consume content and how there's, if I go to get the news feed right now, there's something new popping up. Is that the piece of news or the article or the post or the text message or the phone call that I should be taking an interest in at this moment? And the answer is probably not. Mm-hmm. But when you get caught up in it, it's hard to not continue doing that. And you've done a good job of staying away from that. And I don't want to like rehash what we've talked about, even though I just yeah. did that. But now keep praising me though. I like this. I think it's a full-time job to even consume content. Like if you get into a show, like we're watching Breaking Bad right now. And I know Breaking Bad mm-hmm. was out a while ago and we've been watching it for the last few years. Which have Now we're like really rolling with it. Yeah, yeah. And we enjoy it. But it is a full-time job to take in like three episodes. Like they're 45 minutes each. Like that's a lot of work. That's like, you're giving up three hours to do something that something else. I don't know. So content in and of itself, and there's so much content. And on that article, I posted, and I was doing research of how much content is posted on a daily basis. And it just would blow your mind about how much data it gets into numbers you've never heard of, like exobytes or something stupid. I've never heard of it. <laughs> the amount of content that is being distributed and put out there in all walks of life and all like online, it's outrageous. So it's like, I don't know. What do you do with all that? Just, just don't do it. Just turn it off. Just turn it, get a flip phone. That's what I think you should do. Yeah. Because if you really think about, okay, out of all of that content, what percentage of that content actually makes your life better? Yeah. So right now, this is great. So what I do is I'll raise my computer up. So now I'm a little bit lower right now than I just was. You probably noticed that. So I have three books that are holding up. So I needed some thickness, you know, you know what to say? Yeah. And we yeah. one. <laughs> that. That's what's holding this. Oh, the art of happiness in a troubled world. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. It's really good by the Dalai Lama. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Like, yeah. maybe that's what we should be reading. Mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe if that's your thing. I'm sure that's I a great it. book. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's not about being noble. I'm, it's not what I'm doing. No. I'm just saying it's a full time job to post content. But here's the thing. Business has never been better, you said. And I'm not saying it's a result of this podcast, but maybe there's like ancillary it's benefits not that you get. a result of this podcast. Don't <laughs> overblow it here, buddy. But you seem happier. You seem... <laughs> I am. Yeah. And the podcast has definitely played a part in that. You said don't overblow it. No, no, you can. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I seem happy. All right, let me change my attitude. Yeah. No, I am happier, man. I mean, it's a combination of everything. It's not always just one thing. And the podcast definitely is. It's not that you were unhappy. I don't want to make right. it sound like you were unhappy. If you were, we can talk no. about it, you know, go for it. No, yeah, no, I wasn't unhappy. Maybe I was unsatisfied. Maybe I was a little rudderless for a while. Maybe, you know, we all go through that. You like that? It's a good word. It's a great word. Yeah. You yeah. just visualized me as a boat in the ocean, didn't you? Yeah. That's what you visualized. Mm. I enjoy creating content. I think I just got to a point where it was, I didn't really like the content that I was creating anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, I need to take some time. Yeah, because it really did. I think, you know, all right, I knew my business was moving in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the content always has to match that. Because one thing that I put a lot of time and energy into, or that I just really hold fast to, is that everything that I put out now has to convey the core message of the work that I do. But then more importantly, is that it needs to speak to the people that when they see it, they go, that's my guy. And the people that, you know, other people that see it, they go, that's definitely not my guy. Right? Yeah. That's one thing that's been great about you know, and I've done that over the past several years, I don't get calls from folks where they don't, haven't already decided that I'm the person they want to work with. Like, I don't spend any time on RFPs. 
My conversations yeah. with people are not negotiations of, hey, can we whittle Jared down on price? Can we do this? Can we do that? Like, I don't have those calls. It's wonderful. So people call and they already know they want to work with me. And so yeah. then it's just a matter of, okay, let's figure out how we can make that happen and how that's going to work for you. And the funny thing is it really just falls into maybe two very specific types of work. And it's great. Yeah. So, yeah. That's because they listen to this podcast. That's why they, there's no questions to be asked. Like, of course, yes. they want to work with you. It's because I said, how'd you find me, by the way? Yeah. You know, was it all the ad dollars you've been spending? Was it Google? No, no, no. It was saviors of the metaverse. <laughs> mm. I'm telling you what you can do by putting out content. Like, you just don't know. But I do like how you talked about the content you were creating. It doesn't mean it was bad. It's just like you weren't getting anything out of it anymore. Other people, yeah. maybe not. And you were just like, I want to change it. I want to iterate. I want to talk to Eric. I want the mics on, the cameras on. You know what's cool about this? Now we're going to have video. So right. my dope background, look at that. I mean, yeah. but in the virtual world, in the metaverse, I could probably make this all sorts of crazy stuff. Of course you could. Of course, yeah. you pointed out, rightly, when you texted me that like, the metaverse crashed. I mean, I suppose we should talk about that. The metaverse crashed? Like the entire metaverse? No, it didn't literally crash. I mean, just, you know, the valuation, the, it bombing out. You're like, oh. Oh, the company? Yeah. You mean meta? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're just saying Zucks owns the metaverse now. Like that's been decided. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to pick a fight with Zucks again because I told yeah. him this was going to happen over our dinner yeah. and he wasn't listening yeah. to me. Oh man. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Let's see. Let's just check in. Ooh. And Meta got hammered. Like it's at $89 a share as we talk. Oh it's man. It's been we should, at like 175 We should invest. Ooh. Should we or should we not? Like. Of course, dude. We're the saviors of the metaverse. Hmm. Not saviors of Zuck, so you might be. Well, me and Zucks have a, we've got a complicated relationship. He wants more out of this relationship than I do. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Healthy boundaries. That makes sense. Always have healthy boundaries with Zucks. Yeah. Because you give him an inch, he'll take a metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? That's good. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty deep, wasn't it? Should we do headline reading again? Do you remember that? That was fun. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you pop one up? Let's do it. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this podcast is going nowhere. Let's read some headlines. Oh, why not? Dow turns negative, gives up 600-point rally as Wall Street heads for a losing week. At last I checked, Dow was doing great. U.S. hiring yeah. cooled slightly in October. That could help ease inflation. Twitter sued for mass layoffs. Stocks in Hong Kong. So got a letter from the IRS. Don't ignore it. Like, do you think people just like get a letter from the Seriously, IRS and like, throw it away? Like, yeah, yeah. Like this is good. this is trash. I mean, I yeah. definitely can see a letter from the IRS being like, I don't. Want, it's Friday. I really don't want to open it right now, but. I got hoping at some point. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's like, yeah, I'm going to put that off. For me, it's like, if I get a letter from the IRS, it's like, I need to know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Because I'll be thinking about it all weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. just, it's not a lot of good stuff in here. And I'm going to bore it, but yeah. layoffs hit tech sector with forces Amazon lift warn of economic downturn. So elections coming up. And I don't know this is evergreen. By the time anyone hears this, the yeah, elections whatever. will have been over. It doesn't matter. Do you feel like some days that like whatever's happened in the economy is just is almost make believe. And then the election's yes. going to happen. And once the election ends, it's like, hey, kids, go clean your room. And you go in there like, oh, my God, the room's so clean. And then you open up the closet door and everything spills out of the closet door. You're like, oh, so it wasn't really clean. Like this is actually worse off than it could have been. And so I don't know. Yeah, you're agreeing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that the economy's health is judged on the stock market is so fucking stupid. I mean, you know, like job growth labor, wages, productivity, matching that up against the stock market, the two don't match at all. Yeah. And we saw that during COVID when it first hit. Record profits, I mean, stock market through the roof, 
and roughly 40% of small businesses across the country were shut down. Yeah. Never to return, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I could be getting those numbers a little bit wrong, but the point is, is that one does not really, they're so disconnected. They're disconnected. Yeah. The stock market affects the stock owning class, which is a very small percentage of the population. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with, I mean, now it does have something to do with, you know, interest rates, of course, obviously it's a complex system, but the thing that does affect employment wages and all that is interest rates because, you know, the cost of money is always the issue. Yeah. Now that also affects the stock market. That's why we had record profits because money was so cheap. Yeah. And that means, you know, if you've got a lot of leverage, if you're a private equity company, as we've talked about the permanent renter class, right? You know, private Mm -hmm. equity buying up homes because money was cheap and they're making cash offers. This is what drove home prices way up. And then they're just flipping those around and making them rentals. So you got the tax deduction, you've got property. It was a smart investment, terrible for the vast majority of people, great for private equity. Then you've got employers, small and medium-sized companies that have to borrow money from the bank. Well, when money was cheap, they could buy, they could borrow more, they could hire. And this is what's happened to tech companies too, is they spent a lot of money hiring people, putting a lot of time and energy into bullshit projects that weren't really going anywhere. And now the money is expensive again, at least relative to where it has been, they're having to fire people. And they're realizing, oh, okay, well, we can't just spend money on pet projects. They actually have to show a return. They have to show those investments are really paying off. Eh, you know. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, at the end of the day, do the swings in the stock market affect your day-to-day life? No, they don't. They don't. Is inflation? Absolutely, right? When the cost of acquisition, and I'm talking about food and gas, right? When right, they use right. big words for small things that mean a lot. Cost of food and gas, that continues to rise, that's a problem. And the interest rates and the interest rate hikes, you know, now I'm not a professional economist, but I tell you what, I'm not impressed by a lot of them. <laughs> so it's yeah. just basic understanding. Raising the interest rates does not bring down inflation. It doesn't. What it does is it curbs purchasing power. So then they can say, well, that's going to bring down inflation because demand is going to be high. We're not going to be going on spending sprees because we don't have the rest of the money to do that. So people are hurting more and more, having to pay more and more for basic living food. Rent has gone up some 20%, I believe. You know, I'd have to double check to see what this is. Yeah, it's it's going way up. It is. And they can do that because that's why private equity bought up all those homes. And now it's like, well, look, we cornered the market. We decide what rent is going to be. Yeah. Is there any reason why rent should go up? No, not like that in just a few months. So that goes up. Wages aren't keeping up. It's not complicated in that regard. What is going to bring inflation down in Jared's world? Yeah, you know, and I'm sure there's things that I'm missing on this, but in my limited understanding, in my own view, or at least my perspective here, is that when it comes to things like fuel, number one is put the screws on the oil companies and say, hey, you don't get to make record profits off the American people you know, while everybody else is suffering, you guys are rolling it in. There's no fucking reason for you guys to be jacking up prices, right? There's not. It's not like you're like, well, we just don't have that much oil. Bullshit. You do. You have plenty. Yeah, I like that. Because it's all based on speculation. It's like, oh, well, you know, six months down the road, we may not fucking stop. Just stop. Yeah. Right? Because that affects food prices because of transportation. Oh, yeah. Right. So gas prices go up. So all the commercial establishments, you know, Chipotle, all these places, their yeah. prices go up because they're just passing it on to you. Yeah. I've told you about Chipotle. This is hilarious. Oh, like many my, times. my son, when he worked there in the mm-hmm. you know, avocado prices were going up, they would yell at him for how expensive the guacamole was. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's hilarious. And people get really angry. It's you're right though. Like 
We had someone, I think it was, someone came and cleaned our windows after all the pollen. I mean, it was just insane. So a lot of allergies yeah. in the house. Have someone come out and he's just telling me, he's like, it caught how much money? It's like tripled in price. The cost for him to just do his job on a daily basis and then to hire employees and then no one wants to work. It's all the stuff we've talked about. But like that simple thing of high gas, and even if gas prices have come down, like we've talked about a little bit, they've come down, but they're still high. Come down from where they were. But the diesel prices, which they're all driving around trucks, they're just like, Mm -hmm. you know how much it cost me on a day just to get around town? And they're shooting around Charlotte, like north, south, east, west, like all over the place, like to keep their business and put food in the... And then they go buy the food to put it on the table. And that's outrageous. I mean, Mm -hmm. and that's not going down. Like, okay, do the food companies... Because I heard this, someone asked me, someone astute, and they're going to be listening to this podcast and they're going to know who that, right? They're going to know that they asked this question or didn't ask it, but they made a statement. Does the cost of milk, does the cost of bread, does the cost of food in general come down once all of this stuff, let's say inflation does drop? Are they going to then drop their prices again? Or is that going to be a slow drop? Or like, what's going to happen? Or what do you think happens in that scenario? I don't think so. I mean, when have we ever seen price decreases? Maybe there has been, right? But usually it's like, okay, well, this is the new normal. So then the rest of the economy has to catch up and, you know, like wage increases and everything else. That's why they build in, you know, certain percentages for inflation, like adjusted for inflation. Mm. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, they're not bringing it back down. No, of course not. I mean, gas prices may drop again. Mm -hmm. And I am speaking a little bit out of my ass here. Meaning that it's his saviors of the metaverse. You know, like maybe there has been. This is true, <laughs> in which we always put the default in there. Is like, yeah. hey, facts are. Yeah. You know, we may have yeah. some facts, right? And then yeah, we yeah. may be making some things up, but we're totally fine yeah. being corrected on that. Correct. I don't recall a time in my lifetime mm-hmm. where, when prices have risen on food, for example, that they've come down. Yeah. Right. I don't either. I heard in China. I think it was China that Tesla car prices have come down. You know, they keep going up here because of demand. And I don't know why that is, right? Maybe people, because they've been quarantined and they're not driving around, so they need to sell more product. I'm not sure. So like, that's an example, but that's a different kind of company. But I agree. Well, but think about like this, right? You don't need a Tesla to live, but you do need food. For sure. So there's no incentive or pressure. Yeah, I'm not comparing. No, no, I know. But I think that's the real difference. You know, if you're talking about gas, you don't need gas to live. I mean, sure, if you think about how it fuels everything that we get and so mm-hmm. on, of course. But I'm talking about you're not drinking gas. If anybody listening to this podcast is drinking gas, <laughs> please see a medical provider. You're a medical provider right now. <laughs> but my point is, is that food, there's no pressure. There's no competition in that sense that's going to bring prices down. Now, unless you're talking about, say, like a Walmart, right? Because they get better deals if they use it for competitive advantage and say, well, we're going to drop. But that's how Walmart has always operated because they get that. Yeah. You know, they have ridiculous arrangements. Yeah. Maybe food prices come down. But I mean, when you're talking about, what do we get, like 8.5% inflation? I'm probably getting that wrong too. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's an eight something. You're right. Yeah. But I know they freaked out when it was like 8.2 and it should have been 8.1. You're like, well, that's not a lot. You're like, no, that's a big And they're like, deal. hey, I'll get an idea. Let's raise interest rates. Well, is this actually <laughs> going to impact the cost of food and gas? Well, no, but we're yeah. going to do it to curb inflation. Well, is this yeah. actually going to help inflation? Well, we're not sure. Get these fucking guys out, man. Yeah. Seriously. And they're going to raise it again, they're saying. I know. Yeah. It's not doing anything except just, you know, making it harder for the vast majority of Americans to meet their basic needs. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not squalling yeah. in filth and like, you know, no plumbing. And, you know, it's like, I mean, when we think of poverty, it's very different. I mean, that's relative to where you are in the world. However, yeah. in the United States, 
you do need a lot more just to be able to function and live in society because society demands that of you, right? Yeah. Like you need to have a cell phone. You need to have all these images. Sure. Do you need those things to live? No. But if you want to actually advance in society, you want to get out of your current situation, then yeah, there's a lot of things you need to have. Yeah. I'm not saying that's good. It's just reality, right? So I'm looking at milk prices by year and adjusted for inflation. So this is 2021. So I don't know if they have the data for this year. It's $3.55. We're not talking oat milk. We're not talking about coconut milk, right? All that. We're just talking about your yeah. basic cow's milk. Actual milk. The other stuff's <laughs> not milk. milk. It's yeah, water. So people are getting mad about that too. Because like oat milk, yeah. it's better, you know. And you gave me some oat milk at your house. It's good. I have oat That's milk good. here too. Yeah, my yeah, wife yeah, did. Yeah, she doesn't do dairy. You don't feel as terrible. And yeah, I, I get that. So adjusted for inflation, like milk was more expensive back in the day. Like, geez, 1995, it was $4.23. I know. Okay, so milk's come down. Well, again. So I don't know. It was two forty eight in ninety five, but adjusted for inflation four twenty three. Mm-hmm. Like we'll bring an econ major in here next time. Yeah, yeah. Because what may have just happened is I made this big bull statement. Like, I've never seen this come down, and then you just search it and go. Actually, historically, they do come down. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I was proven wrong. Great, good to know. I don't know. This is one website. This is a U.S. inflation calculator. So I want like I want more data. I was looking up meat, right? Like red meat, like good red meat. Like we like to eat some steak and some burgers. And you always say like, well, meat's bad for you. It's just bad for you. You shouldn't eat meat at all. And so you hear those blanket statements like don't eat meat. And of course, anything in moderation, right? Of course. Don't drink gas like every day. If you're going to do it. Don't drink gas. (laughs) Don't Don't drink gas ever. (laughs) Don't. The body was not made for that. Yeah. That is crazy. So I'm going to go back to the meat thing, but people are being told to do things and they do it because TikTok or YouTube shorts or something told them to do it. Like the Kia, the Kia challenge. Have you heard about this? This is crazy. So they go steal a Kia. They show you how to steal a Kia. They steal no a way. Kia and they drive it at high speeds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I'm serious. The just Google is, it and read about it. to commit a felony. <laughs> felony. It's bad. Oh. And people are doing it. People are doing it. And sadly, in Buffalo. And then they're posting it? They post it on TikTok. Sadly, in Buffalo, they died, right? So they crashed it into a wall with four teenagers, four teenagers one of them was 14 had a child when she was 13 and they all died yeah it's just like tragic tragic stuff but you were literally driving around in a stolen vehicle for a tiktok trend and posting it on tiktok yeah i mean don't you know the police are gonna find you it's not good that's the most ridiculous i can't believe that's real i mean i can yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but it's like (laughs) yeah i mean how stupid (laughs) You have to be so bad. Yeah. Yeah. There was a movie I remember it's called The Program. James mm-hmm. Kahn was in it. He had just recently passed. It's great movies about college football and all this stuff. And there was a scene in the original movie where the quarterback was the leader of the team. And he says, Y'all are gonna follow me. This mm-hmm. organization will go out drinking, we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna go out in the outskirts of town and we're gonna lie in a train track and we're gonna do it until the very last second or something along those lines. Yeah. And we're going to survive. And they survived, right? Yeah. They made it as good as a movie. But what happened was, so this is back in the 90s, people went out and copied them and didn't survive. So people died. They had to take that scene out of the movie. So it's like, people want to say, this goes a lot of different directions, it's causing this. No doubt they are, and they're probably causing it, or like things like memes and trends are causing it at a pace that we've never seen before. But this mm-hmm. was happening in the past where people are like, I'm going to do that. No different than like, James Dean smoking a cigarette. I want to smoke a cigarette because he's cool as shit, right? Yeah. But 
I'm not to say like these trends shouldn't be happening, but but this stuff's been going on, right? These trends shouldn't be happening. Stealing cars should not be happening. <laughs> no, it shouldn't, but they're doing it. I mean, it. let's be clear. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. No, it's bad. It's definitely bad. Yeah. You know, they say, well, TikTok's causing it or this or that. I mean, I talked to a doctor before about this. She was a cancer doctor. And she said, you know, the thing we have to always consider is this, is that are we seeing a rising rates of cancer or do we just have more aggregate data so that we're more aware of how, yeah. how much there is, right? Same thing. Everybody's online, right? So if everybody's on TikTok and, you know, and again, the general everybody, not everybody is. Yeah, then you're going to have more data, more information. So you're going to see a rise, but you have to be really clear on the metrics if you're really trying to get down to say, is this a problem? By the way, stealing cars is a problem. Or does this line up, does this track with mm. social trends and behavior over time? You know? Yeah. Well, like they said, like shark attacks. Remember, like all of a sudden it was more shark attacks and they came out like, it's actually not anything different. I think this is right, right? Again, just the reporting but is higher. It's because the reporting's out there and now we have social yeah. media to follow it. Like every day, it seems like someone's being attacked by sharks. Like they've always been getting attacked by sharks. Like yeah. nothing's changed. Well, and the other thing too is that there was for years, years, you know, when sharks would attack, like right after they attacked, they would make sure, like there was a whole group of them and they would make sure that the victims knew like, you fucking say anything, we're going to kill your whole family. Yeah. So people were terrified. But, you know, yeah. it's like the mafia. It just kind of fell apart after a while. More people were out fishing, killing sharks, and the sharks weren't able to organize anymore. You know, so their threats were just meaningless. And so right. people were just feel more emboldened because of social media. Because like, look, yeah. you know, they're in the water, shark comes up, and they're like, I'm filming, I'm filming. Shark thinks yeah. twice, takes off. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah. You go to TikTok and you start typing in Kia, and it literally says Kia Challenge, Kia Challenge 2022. I don't even have a TikTok account. I know what you're going to have to give them. You know why? Because that's state-sponsored surveillance by the Chinese government. That is a mm, fact. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a conspiracy. That is a fact. Well, it's also because of your friendship with Sucks, and that would be like doing things. Yeah, it Sucks. I mean, th- totally. Don't get me wrong. Because he's own got band. his own. He's got his own TikTok. Like it's called Facebook Reels, like Instagram Reels, but they also right. now have Facebook Reels because they're all like TikToks eating our lunch. Yeah, of course. With is. all this consumption that they have, they're destroying them, and so they're like, "Well, we got to do with that." They right. Do it. But you being on TikTok would be in violation of your friendship agreement. Well, yeah. With Zox, not with me. Yeah. No. 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 You and I have no um, no boundaries, right? <laughs> but Zox and I do. You know, because he's sensitive. Doesn't yeah. matter how powerful Rich he is, he still is like, he's just so, he gets upset, man, about some of this weirdest stuff. Yeah, like facial hair. That's one that really bothers him because he can't grow it. Yeah. 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 That's why yeah, I trim like a that. beard. Well, it goes to your earlier point. I mean, he's got frustrations because they want to see real profits in companies. So when he's like, we're going to spend billions, billions of dollars in this metaverse and Oculus and all this. And they're like, show me something. What mm-hmm. do you got? And he's like, I can't. He might be right. There's two things. He could totally be right on the metaverse. I think he is. We agree. We have savers of the metaverse. Of course. So we're here totally. to save. We're trying to ride his coattails. So he could be 100% right on that, but he could still be wrong because if his products don't match up with it, it doesn't matter. If someone comes and beats him at whatever thing that they create for the metaverse, then they lose there. So he could be right. I think he is, but not all the way. Yeah, but you got to think about it a little bit different. If you're thinking about it, it's just a... Like Facebook is a service, essentially. It's an app, it's a service, a company. This it's a, a lot of things though now. It's it not, is. it's WhatsApp, it's but, Instagram, it's, yeah, yeah. But here's where Zuckerberg's right to go all in on this idea of the metaverse. 
is that Facebook got hit big time when Apple cut off tracking to their devices. So Facebook was dependent on the platforms, Apple, Windows, they're dependent on everybody else for their product to be successful. So what Zuckerberg's saying is this, that look, if the next frontier is virtual and augmented reality, I don't want to just have the biggest company that provides services or an experience in that world. I want to own that fucking world. Like you have to come to me. I want to be the gatekeeper. You want into this virtual and augmented reality? It's like Microsoft. Microsoft had 95% of all business customers. They probably still do. Nobody can really compete with them. But that's a domination of an entire ecosystem. And that's what Zuckerberg wants to do. Yeah. Not like he told me this over dinner. But why would somebody go this hard? And he's talked about this, I'm sure, if you can own the infrastructure. It's like, um, that's probably a terrible example, but cell towers, right? How many, you know, these smaller providers have to borrow cell towers from the big ones, like Verizon? It's like, oh, I mean, for a long time, T-Mobile was using AT&T cell towers until they could build their own cell towers. Yeah. So if you own the infrastructure, if you're the one who dominates that infrastructure and you're the gatekeeper, man, you set the rules. You run the game. Yeah. And I think Zuckerberg, you know, when Apple shut off tracking and and all the things that their entire business model was built on for ad revenue, kind of realized, like, don't want to be in that position again. You don't want to be dependent on somebody else. Yeah. Do they have the patience? Not Zucks, because he does, right? I think he's like willing to say, I'm going all in. It's everyone else, the shareholders, the board. Doesn't fucking matter. He is the, and I'm only cutting you off because it makes me feel really good. And, (laughs) you know, I want people to know that I dominate. And that's what we do. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a power play because I'm insecure. But anyway, no, it doesn't matter. He's what, 51, 52% owner of Facebook? Doesn't matter what the share. He set it up to where no matter what, he's always going to have the last word. Yeah. Unless some of that's changed since I checked it last. But that's pretty smart. So he can be like, hey, look, you can sell your shares. That's fine. I'll buy them back. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like something about 13.6%. There's somehow, like you're saying, does Zuckerberg still own at least 51%? That was in 2018. So there's questions about it. So he owned 53.3%. And that was in 2018. I don't know. I'll find a link. We can share that. Yeah, he's made, set it up to where he can't be booted. Yeah. Yeah. He's the big guy. Because it, it can't just be, it wouldn't make sense to say, well, we just want to be a social media platform. Because like social no. media is not what was like when social media is like interacting with people that you know or people that you met and then you would engage with them and now it's become now you doing it with people that you don't know Mm -hmm. and now you're getting content that's why tiktok's doing so well because the algorithm isn't focused on i don't care what you had for dinner last night the content's focused on the content that i'm actually interested in so if i am interested in what people are eating i'm going to get content from people i don't know about the food that they're making and consuming and going out and getting right so like the algorithms change because yeah. you go on Facebook, you'd just be bored out of your mind, I think, you would hope. I'm bored out of my mind going to Facebook. Yeah. Oh, Facebook's... That's terrible. Well, Facebook, you don't go there anymore, I don't think. Like, if I go to Facebook, there's a group I'm a part of. It's called Trends, and it's like entrepreneurship, and they talk about business ideas. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's good. You should be in there. You want to join? Your co-host is a futurist. What are you doing fucking around in Facebook groups, man? I'm giving ideas and bringing them to you. I guarantee yeah. you, almost all the information they're putting out there is old news. Come talk to me for a fee. Okay. You can okay. subscribe to yeah. my friendship. Mm. Subscribe to my friendship. That's a hell of an idea. That is. That is. $5 a month and you have a friend. Well, there's a whole thing I just oh, saw. Oh, man. There's been I studies. I think we're on to something. Yeah. yeah, studies. You like studies, right? Cut the mics. This is 
intellectual property now, right? People aren't making friends post-COVID. People are not making friends. They lost touch with people that they were connected with. And I think there's a lot to do with that. Like maybe you're just not interested. Like just because we were friends when we were this age doesn't mean we should be friends like today because I'm not, I would never have had time in my life for you, Jared. So I would argue that our friendship has gotten stronger since COVID. Don't you agree? I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. We had some like rocky roads in the middle there. It's okay. We did because you're passive aggressive and you were intimidated by my over domination and, you know, and I'm working on that. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) But there are studies and I like, I just read about this and it's a friendship thing. And so it's like, maybe because a lot of the dating apps, their technology is going into friendships. It's like, I just want to go watch the Cleveland Browns with my new Cleveland Browns fan, like friend, whatever. That's a trend that people are investing money and time and technology, whatever, into making new friends. And like, you have an idea of like, like subscribe to my friendship. Like, I'll give you time. I actually think that's a good idea. I do. Not this. I mean, subscribe to my friendship is, I think is a funny (laughs) idea, but you go back to this, you know, like the dating apps are turning into more like friends, like finding people that it's kind of like meetup, but with more data. Yeah. Right. Remember the meetups? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're all interested. Because I'll tell you, let me give you a good example. I mentioned this. I don't think we ever jumped into this. Maybe we did in the last podcast. Uh, oh, excuse me. I just got Jeez, super, oh, super so... bored. I'm sorry. I just got so bored. Oh, oof. I bore myself so bad. And then when you throw you in the mix, it just gets worse. So <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Did we talk about this? You've mentioned it a few times. Yeah. And I keep hearing it from people now. Yeah. I've heard from people that people are playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's oh, wild. good. Yeah, Maybe go. you can help me with this problem because I bought okay. a bunch of stuff to get my kids to play. And the reality is this thing takes a lot of time, a shitload of time. <laughs> And I'm like, man, I don't have this much time. <laughs> I mean, I've invested a lot of time into being a dungeon master. I was never allowed to play this shit as a kid because it was during the satanic panic. And, you know, my parents mm. were religious and, and they were like, oh, no, you, you know, that's all devilry and witchcraft. And, you know, it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and so now I'm trying to get my kids and my kids, we did start to play a little bit and they had a blast. I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And what I want now, though, is I want to find a group of people that play. It's going to sound terrible, but this is where a friend dating app not dating your friends, you know, the dating app, whatever, a friend app, a subscription to friendship. Yeah. <laughs> a subscription to friendship comes in handy, I would imagine. And that is, I would love to play Dungeons and Dragons as a player, but I want to play with people that I, I actually connect with. Not like, okay, yeah. let me bomb into this Dungeons and Dragons game with people who like live in their parents' basement. I know this is so stereotypical. Dressing up like orcs and are just socially awkward. And like, I would be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Which I would be happy to do that if that was my only option. But let's be honest, you know, I would probably, because I want to, you know, I want to have fun playing the game and I would probably upset other players because I'm not doing it their way. I don't know. I could be yeah. wrong on all of this. But I think a lot of people play it these days. So if you yeah. know people that play it, they're cool. Does age matter? Well, I mean, how old are you? I mean, if they're like middle schoolers, then yeah, that would be a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll meet you after my gym. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, when you get out of school, it's like, hey, you know, I'm standing up there with books at the bus stop. I've got got my D&D manuals here. I've got some new uh, 20-sided dice. It wouldn't Uh, go well. Oh, yeah. super creeper. And then the best yeah. would be if I dressed up like an orc and like, you know, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm with middle schoolers. So they'll love it. They'll think I'm super cool. Yeah. Yeah, mascot showing up to school. That's a problem. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But they could come visit me in jail and we could play through the, <laughs> the class. Never yeah. mind. There's a whole middle school. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah, no. I had to think mm. about that. When you said that, like, we'll just... No, because, the, yeah, you're right. That <laughs> infers that I would do something inappropriate and that's not at all cut that no, out. No, I know. Cut that. Yeah, yeah Knock no. that part out. It could be there. It's just understanding that it's, it's okay to misspeak. 
Yeah, it thank is. you. I appreciate that. We could transition to very easily because I did bring up a point earlier about red meat. And I'm interested because, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, because you guys, you eat healthy, right? Yes. You're onto it. You pay attention to stuff. You're a futurist. Yeah. Like, red meat industry's gotten a bad rap. Yeah, because it's overproduction. It's not that red meat is bad. It's how red meat is cultivated, shall we say? Okay. Processed. It's a lot of energy, right? To produce it. Yeah. We talked about this when we were talking about the concerns over population. Yeah. And then my position on population is that, look, there's plenty of space for even more population. The problems that we face, it's our manufacturing. It's our food production. Yeah. Because if we continue, if we say, well, we're going to have a problem with overpopulation, it's because we're looking at it through the lens of how we cultivate food. You know, this means more rainforest being chopped down to make room for beef cattle. Beef cattle, that's two separate things. That's like wet water. To make room for more beef, more cattle to be raised and then slaughtered. Because we believe, well, we got to feed people red meat every day. No, you don't. Mm. In that industry too, they're also being subsidized. So again, it's if we just change the paradigm, we get rid of subsidies, things that incentivize bad behaviors that make overpopulation a real problem, then we can solve it. There's far too much arguing and navel-gazing on the surface, but that doesn't actually get to, okay, what's going to really move the needle? Well, what always moves yeah. the needle is if you go after incentives. Yeah. You change the incentives, you change everything. It's so simple. So simple. I'm interested. Of course you are. Okay. I just I know you said, I just Googled navel-gazing. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> like, yeah. I could figure it out, but I wanted to see it. And it's pretty amazing. Some of the pictures that come up on Google. <laughs> Of na- <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, no, I gotta look it up now. That's too. a good word. I can't. Yeah, just... you do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Self-indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself on a single issue at the expense of a wider view. That's uh-huh. the definition. That's a great definition, by the way. It is a great definition. Let me go to That's images. A good word. Like this episode is called the navel gazing. I don't. know, Maybe not. But... Oh God! First thing comes is this little baby point looking at its yeah, yeah, belly yeah, button. Yeah. yeah, these don't make any sense. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Naval that Casey. was interesting. This one's interesting. We're going to get lost here now. Yeah. Yeah, we're gone. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.